Okay, hi you guys, welcome. Um, small group so far tonight, but um, we'll just go ahead and get started. I know you guys, everyone here knows me. Um, Chloe Ballatory, relationship and communication expert, graduate of Princeton University and Pat Allen's Want Institute. Um, author of three books available on Amazon and actually finishing up my fourth book now, which is called Daddy Issues, Mommy Issues. And it's for mostly for women, but I think both men and women will be able to get a lot out of it. So I'm really excited about that and bringing that book out. Um, that book will probably be coming out this year. So if I don't have, I know I do for Raul and Lee, but if I don't have Kiara, your email, and you want me to put you on my email list so you can just be apprised of what I'm doing, you can put that into the chat and I'll try to capture that. Um, okay. So as you know, um, I help men, I help women, I help teenagers I help couples um oh great okay um with relationships that is my speciality um dating but also really with all kinds of communication um I help people with work problems I help people with um family of origin problems because as we know a lot of the problems that we see in relationships originate in our childhood trauma and so that's often with our family of origin um so i help people excavate the things that have happened um in their past because these things that happen when we are between the ages of zero to 12 are the most powerful on us. And these are the things that create our life scripts. What are life scripts? Life scripts are a series of survival conclusions. They are coping strategies that we believe as children are existential truths. But they are really strategies of the moment so that we can stay attached to the people who own the refrigerator so that we can survive because little human children aren't, aren't very independent, right? We're not um, like other species. So we do need to sacrifice our authenticity often to stay attached to the people who own the refrigerator. And then we grow up and we find that these patterns or these scripts no longer work or what they only what they do work to do is to recreate our childhood circumstances over and over again until we find somebody like me who can help you bring a lot of awareness to your issues, your patterns, the things that you're seeing over and over again that are holding you back. And so often of the, often so much of the time we find we believe our scripts to such a degree that we can't imagine another reality. And this is where we really need to 
bring more awareness to being open to new ways of being and thinking because we are so sure we are right about things that we we aren't right about oftentimes. Um, specifically these negative scripts, specifically these negative circumstances. And that's one of the pernicious, pernicious things about scripts is that sometimes we can, we think something is happening that's not really happening. And that can be dangerous for us and for those around us. Um, for example, if you're scripted that every time someone is laughing in your presence, they're laughing at you, then that's going to make it really hard for you to experience laughter and joy around you, right? And I recently, that that example didn't just come out of thin air. I recently had a client whose father constantly teased and and laughed at her when she was a child at the dinner tables to the point that when she came to see me, um, she was complaining that her boyfriend was laughing at her when they were having sex. And when we actually met with her boyfriend, he was, he, he was baffled by this because he, he was laughing because he was happy because he was enjoying himself. It was ex an expression of joy. And, and my client, well, they're both my clients now, but my client, the woman, she really thought that he was laughing at her. Um, and so we have to be very wary of fitting stories, circumstances, things that we don't like happening into these scripts because then we are in effect not open to new ways of being. So that's, as you guys know, mostly that that's the title of my um, of my second book, New Ways of Being, The Pain of Change. And, you know, that's what happens as a lot of, as you guys who are here probably already know, that's what happens when we start making changes, right? It's, it's painful and it's hard. And so oftentimes we want to stop making changes um, because there's no, even though we're making changes and this will help us get what we want. I think a lot of times there's an expectation that that's going to lead us to a pain-free existence here on planet earth. And it's not, we shouldn't expect ever to be living a pain-free existence while we're here on earth. So there will always be pain in life, but the success is in knowing you can handle the pain. Um, I recently had a client who was very nervous to ask somebody out, a guy, um, but he did so and she, and she rejected him. And then he asked somebody else out and she rejected him. And he was worried about his ability to bounce back. Um, he did it a third time and he did actually, she said yes, but then she later said no. Um, and he really surprised me because he really bounced back from that right away. And he has just been kind of continuing on and carrying on as a confident person. And so that's the beauty of this work is that we take actions, even if we are scared, even if we know there's going to be pain, because that's what builds the confidence. Okay. Um, now, 
a lot of what we look for in relationships is balance. The most successful relationships are the relationships that are balanced between feminine and masculine energy. And I've already talked a little bit about how childhood trauma can throw us out of balance. And specifically what happens is that children who've experienced trauma become what's known as precociously related meaning they might be forced into their feminine side when they're authentically masculine or forced into their masculine side when they're authentically feminine. And the archetypes I love to use to illustrate that are Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, Peter Pan being, you know, the boy who could never grow up, right? So never take responsibility, never becoming a man. And the girl who was already a mother as a child. So it's the opposite. This is precociously related. This is ego, what's known as ego dystonia. Taking on a lot of responsibility at a young age, but still not able to um, turn that into a, a relationship. Okay. So these are kind of, Peter Pan and Wendy are kind of doomed archetypes of ego dystonia, um, doomed in the sense of not, not finding a partner. Okay. Most people want to find partners. And so those that's what we're dealing with when we're dealing with imbalances in relationships and within ourselves. Okay. So the most successful relationships, as I said, are those that are balanced between feminine and masculine energy. And that includes the relationship you have with yourself. Now, what are feminine masculine energy? Balance sounds great, but how do we achieve it? Okay, so basic understanding of feminine and masculine energy, also known as yin-yang, also known um, as right hemisphere and the left hemisphere of the brain, right? We all know that we have a right hemisphere that is artistic and creative and receptive, passive, patient, vulnerable. This is the seat of feelings, of spirituality, of sensuality, of sexuality. This is feminine energy, okay? Feminine energy is in the world to make it fun, but it's not of the world. It's magic. And then we all have a left side of our brain, which is the world of ideas, linear, logical thinking. This is the side that most of us are in when we're at work. It's doing, achieving, accomplishing, giving, taking care of, um, nurturing, competitive, conquering, controlling, right? This is the masculine side, the left brain, the yang side. And all of us have both, but oftentimes, and if you're an alpha, you have a very strong feminine side and a very strong masculine side. To ensure that your relationship is balanced, we use these principles of, con of conscious communication when we are finding ourselves in an awkward situation or navigating a conflict. Mm -hmm. And so the tools that I teach, the communication tools that I teach, literally the quantum mechanics of language will help bring the situation back into balance. Okay. And sometimes that's kind of under hard to understand in an abstract sense. But as we go and as you guys ask your questions, you'll start to get a feel for it. My first book, How to Live, that's the best um, like guide for this work. Um, if you just need like a reference, um, 
And then you guys know that I also teach this work several times a year. So I put the links in there um, for my module packages, my website, you can find collateral and of course, Instagram. Um, and that's how you can work with me, reach out to me. If you have a quick question, I'll do my best to answer it. Um, okay, what do the modules consist of? So the modules are basically, I teach the books. So the first module, how to live, find, love, and keep it, that's the basics of this work. And in that one, we go over, you know, the principles of conscious communication. So, you know, obviously I just described feminine masculine, but we, we look is it's one-on-one. No, it's a small group and it's confidential. We do have the cameras on. It meets for an hour and a half. Um, no, they're not single sex, but I'm thinking about doing an all women group coming up in the new year. And so if that's something you're interested in, um, let me know especially when I move into teaching my, um, daddy issues book that will, I'm thinking that one will probably be all women, but I like people to start with the module one. Um, and it's confidential. Everybody agrees to keep it confidential. I record the meetings. It's usually four to six people. I do an introduction and then everybody gets a chance to work with me one-on-one. So we talk about the theories and then we, um, and then we apply them to our lives. Basically that's what's happening in there. Yes. When I do the next modules, I will be sending out an email, um, for that. And actually Lee and Raul have both taken them. If you guys want to, um, such a small group. If you guys want to, I'm going to let you guys unmute yourselves. If you guys want to tell Kiara about, um, what those modules are like. Perfect. Thanks. Okay. Or we can just start in with your guys' questions because, um, I've, I've really pretty much done with my spiel. Yes. Lee, how's it going? Hey there. I'm, hey. I'm uh, good. I, I might cough. I might sound a little sick. I've been, I think, fall allergies that turn into every. Oh, the weather! It's been murderous. This happens to me every year in October, November. I get, I get a cold or some kind of out. It's an allergy that becomes a cold, mm-hmm. and I'm fighting like the devil to find a cure for this so I don't get a cold. And I've tried everything. So I'm, <clears throat> so far, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's just going to be a matter of writing this out. But okay. Uh, will there be a, a module two for this? Yes. Yes. So right now um, on the schedule, which I haven't, I mean, I haven't put the dates out, but right now I'm doing the module one, which is the first book, how to live, find love and keep it right. The basics of this work, you just finished that. So that was the basics of this work, the feminine, masculine, understanding feminine, masculine, understanding the stroke and stand, understanding the basic concept of ego states, right. Transactional analysis and just semantic realignment. Then the second one is the second book. So that's new ways of being the pain of change. And so that's my second book. So we talk more in that one about identifying different kinds of pain, um, what's the pain of change? What's the pain that change needs to take place? Um, 
and we work a little bit deeper as you are navigating your journey um, through that. And actually that module, we get through like half of my second book in that module. And then the second half of that, of that book, we, I teach in module three. So that's how those modules are set up right now. Okay. Well, great. Yeah, they're good. I, I enjoyed the module one. It, it was very helpful. The book was helpful. Right. It's you know, a it was, lot. It was helpful, Chloe, to hear, you know, you, you have been through so much. Uh, I think your mother and your your egg donor and my egg donor should get together and go bowling. <laughs> been through a lot. I mean, that's something I don't think I've had a chance to express to you. I really, I'm, I admire the fact you were able to figure things out and in spite of your own challenges. But uh, I, uh, I, uh, I did want to update you real quick on yes, something. Yes, tell there. me. Um, so it's Halloween week. We had Halloween. Yes. And, oh, um, and that's a bit, that's a good day for you. Usually it's a, that's remember, I remember last year with the Captain Kirk costume. Uh, in fact, I had to honor that again. So oh, you pulled it out again this year. I did. Only, it's only it's upgraded. It's much better. I made some improvements. Um, let's I know just, you're <laughs> feeling your mojo in your Captain Kirk costume. And it, and you know what it was, I mean, um, uh, yeah, I last year it changed my life. I mean, I have not put on a Halloween costume in God knows how long, but it really did. And so I went back to uh, uh, the same group, the same meetup in Orange County that does this Halloween party. Mm -hmm. There were 350 people there. That's how huge. Oh, was. my God. Oh, my God. It was huge. But it was wonderful. And so what I wanted to update you is I met four different ladies at this party one mm -hmm. of them one of them went as marilyn monroe cute and we're gonna meet tomorrow for uh, i for love it you're like uh, the guy i was talking about before you're <laughs> on like a huge role it's great it's yeah it's it's nice to be meeting people and doing this right yeah i'm not one of these predators who's out to get laid or something you know and I will say it's like nice to meet people. Yeah. And you get a lot of you get you've gotten a lot out of this this general meetup, but I I did notice a big jump in your success, like just personally, um after you did the module. Cause we really are able to go like deeper, you know. People are just really getting the tip of the iceberg in these in this in this group. Yeah. But anyways, go on. Okay. It's so great, have, it's great, it's a great application, great practice, great theory. I had a great time at the Halloween party. Okay. A friend of mine texted me at another party where I go a karaoke place here in the South Bay. Oh, right. And said, uh, "Come, what you doing? You should come join us. We're having a good time." And so, sure enough, there was a lot, nice little crowd till two in the morning. We were singing karaoke. And there's another gal there. I'm trying to put. I will. I do have a question about a new person. Okay. But uh, hit me before I share that. I just wanted to okay. kind of share a discovery about i've i've observed this i think last week i told you about the the check about the not checklist but 25 30 qualities in a person and then if you can get 60 to 70 percent of those qualities you're doing great right yes so <clears throat> while i was creating that and reevaluating that perspective um i'm discovered something about this whole process and i came up with a label I came up with a name for this new discovery, this thing 
when you when you first meet someone for the very first time in real life, not on a dating app, mm -hmm. but in real life, when you've met someone for the very first time, there is with every single person, there is a phenomenon that I call the vortex of the moment. I don't know why I chose to call it that, but that feels fitting because what it is, is <clears throat> it's a phenomenon when you meet someone for the first time and there is a spiral of chemistry between you more or less. And sometimes only you feel it and the other person feels nothing. Sometimes they feel it and you don't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you both do. But there were four people I met at the Halloween party. And the first one, wow. I would say out of one, th one to three, I would give it a three. She was lots of chemistry there. But the, the other, the, there was another lady who wouldn't go away. <laughs> <laughs> she i was not i was not feeling the vortex of the moment at all she was spinning all over the place <laughs> she kept coming back then there were two other ladies one was kind of in the middle like you know and and they actually they were they were both kind of in the in the where they did not uh, i couldn't it were hard to read uh, but i got all of their phone numbers i was able to be the man and, and nice I got their numbers and I let's correspond. Let's talk. Let's see how this goes. And Good. the Marilyn Monroe character was by far the most responsive and flirtatious. And, um, and so, you know, she responds to my costume in a playful way. And, you know, it's just little things like that gave her some points. There was another gal super that was in there. This one of those other ladies there that was super attractive and, uh, but has not responded to the text or, you know, so, mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, that that's telling right there, but there was a fifth woman at this last uh, group. And um, I've met her before. She's a bartender at another place. And I've seen her sing at this karaoke place. And she, I, I sing karaoke at the place where she works sometimes well, I have to be careful when women have had a little too much to drink because this one, she's she had had she had been drinking, but she she had her arms all over me and was telling me how wonderful I am, and, and I mean it was a lot of banter and flirtation, and you know it just it feels it feels great, but at the same time I want to keep reality in check, and with her, I mean I don't know her well enough to get to to check off all these qualities, but, you know, but, um, you know, I don't know. It's like, um, is that a question? Yeah. Like, I mean, well, I guess, I, yeah, I guess, I guess I'm just trying to figure out like, are there red flags here? Are there, uh, uh, I mean, she's, I think it's okay to, you know, explore it and get to know, you know, enjoy yourself. Right, get to know right. her better, you know. Sometimes people are really nervous on first dates, and so they get drunk or they act crazy. That's why it's always good to have like the three dates, right? For the duty dating, it's three dates. You give someone three chances. Right. 
Well, yes, and of course, this this last young lady, this young lady, I have I have not gone out with her on a date yet. I've just met her in the social circles where we sing and stuff. She's mm-hmm. a great, by the way, she's a great singer. She's a very attractive. She's taller than she's like six feet tall. Mm-hmm. She's she's a tall woman, <laughs> and so I was like, as she was flirting with me and sort of dancing, singing alongside me, it was like I was like, wow. I mean, I I hope I can. <laughs> I hope I can catch her if she falls down. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, but because I, height, I mean, that's something I've processed is, you know. Yeah, height seems to be very is, important to people. Mostly women really like taller men. But uh, if she's taller than you or if she's your height and she's interested, that's good, you know. Exactly. And tall women tall. have some of that same problem. Sometimes tall women are hesitant, you're right, to date shorter men. But Sometimes you can get a great deal on a shorter guy because he's not tall. Well, here's here's the question about this young lady. So the red flag for me is not just that. I mean, we all enjoy a drink every now and then, you know, act a little silly. That's not a problem. But it's hard to tell if 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 I was her focus or because I see her doing it with a lot of other people. A lot of oh, other, yeah. She was dancing and kind of hugging and had her arm around lots of other guys who I know I don't know. And so she was kind of, and so when I see that behavior. Um, yeah, it raises questions, but I still think it's worth exploring. Right. Okay. Well, but maybe not the first one. Go for the first one that you like the most. But, you right. know, line up, you could line up three dates at least, right? Well, I hope who's going to pay for all these? <laughs> Come on. Another thing, I'm like, it's this is an expensive proposition. Um, but but some a- dates aren't aren't you know you can go right. for coffee, you can go for a hike, you know you don't always have to go for an expensive dinner. Well, that's right. That's what I'm trying to I'm trying to be okay. realistic about that. And but the main thing is uh, just you know it's it's a blessing to have all these options, but uh, at the same yeah. time it can be overwhelming, and I. You know, to manage even three is is a lot right. just to be able to keep that. Well, you're expanding your capacity. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really are. You're doing good. Thanks a lot. I, anyway, vortex of the moment is. I like that. It's kind of like magic of the moment. Or, you know, some people would just say, call it chemistry. But mm-hmm. but chemistry makes me think of a, of a physics of a lab with beakers and you know, I don't think of chemistry as, mm-hmm. a, but when I think of it in a spiritual way, like a vortex of the moment, it helps me gauge my desire to connect with her again in the future after that first meeting in person. And it motivates me to add her to a, you know, list of possible, you know, like right. someone I'd like to get to know more. So that's all I'm Good. sharing. Thanks for the quick share. You're uh, welcome. I hope y'all are well. Thanks very much. Good I'll- work. Excellent work. Uh, Okay, Raul, what's happening? <laughs> no, I just just wanted to participate since it's a small group. Yeah, participate um, away. <laughs> so I'll start out with an update. Um, so Anna yes. and I have bounced, we bounced back pretty, you know, pretty decently. So, oh, um, I'm so happy to hear it. So things are going okay now. Yes, yes. So, okay. Um, our, 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 the, our first date was on October 21st last year, so it's ironic, like, just like a couple weeks before coming up on that date, 
you know, we had this little falling out, yeah. a split up. We actually experienced a split up, her and I. Right. Um, but it only lasted like three days and then we got, we got together. And I think for right now, she just told me that she's just going to put it, put it out of her mind for right now. You know, okay. Situation. So that's my update. Good. Uh, I'm so glad to hear it. I think, yeah. you know, I know she was upset. I know there was that issue and she was upset, but I think, I think some of that will, will be desensitized. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's interesting. She's, she has talked to me more about what she thinks she can handle and what she good. can handle. Good. I'm so glad. She can handle. So um, I think the next time that issue comes up, it'll be much better. Right. Because you guys have been <laughs> able to negotiate. And that's really the best that you can hope for. Because you're not going to ever be in a relationship that's conflict-free. But can you negotiate? Can you speak to each other in a loving manner and with the, using the supportive languaging that I teach? You know, and that's so, you know, conflicts are going to arise. But, I mean, that's, you know, I, kudos. I'm really proud of you guys. Yeah, I think that uh, um, that's not off for Jane. <laughs> what? I lost my, my what I was thinking, uh, what I was trying to say. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, good. I'm, I'm at I'm at that age now. But anyway, um, as far as telling, um, sharing about your module, your module, yes. I really like that, that you get to actually have interaction with the book. You know, like you could always yeah. get the book and read it, but I like the the fact that you actually go through the exercises. And, um. You know, make us actually participate in it, and it's cool to be doing that with the author of the book. You know? Yeah, and there's homework. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Good. Excellent. We had a really good um, group this last time for the what that was module two, I guess. Yeah. 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 Good. Well, both my both my modules were, were yeah. Pretty good. I'm like. Yeah. spacing on the who was in the first group but yeah i mean they're always really good it's just um our next station stop in so yes three of three of us that, that did the first module also did the second module right that's right then, oh yeah we did then, have a first good group that's right that I remember. yeah yeah and then, and then the the mission was replaced by somebody else that right and was, she was, was really good yes yeah. yeah we had one person who did the module two second time because she Missed the module three offering and just wanted to be back in a group. And I thought she got a lot out of it. She she was glad to do that. So that went well. I had yeah, some. Yeah. Okay, good. And okay. Then I have a question though. Yes. Like I, I follow your um, Instagram every day and I noticed that every day you have a, another nugget to. And I'm wondering, how do you come up with your ideas on a daily basis? <laughs> <laughs> What what where's your where's your inspiration come from? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> um going into my thought process. Well, you know, I'm doing this work all the time myself. So I see things coming up. I maybe from a client situation or if I see a pattern in several clients going through the same thing, it may be I might be stimulated sometimes by something I see on 
reality TV. Occasionally it'll be from, I'm on this list where journalists reach out to me when they need quotes. So sometimes if it's a topic that piques my interest, it could be from that. It could be from something I'm going through. I also keep like kind of a master document of ideas. Um, You know, just, and even from, I've even gone back through my old notes of when I was at one institute sometimes and kind of compiled. So it just, it always seems like there's something that is kind of on the tip of my tongue and that I, that I want to express. Um, So yeah, that's it. That's, that's the magic there. (laughs) That's the magic behind the curtain. (laughs) That's that's awesome. No. So I, um, Let's see. I, I circling back to my first thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, just you know, making it through the first year together, which I is great. Things, yeah. I think things are becoming more of a routine now, mm-hmm. and uh, which is you know um, has its pros and cons. You know, you don't want to fall into just a rut and just right. You know, but but I've been um, like on Instagram. I see a lot of inspiration as far as you know keeping things fresh and new and all that so yeah that's uh, really i was important. i was telling i said we're not in any rush right i mean it's like people really fight hard to get into relationships and be in relationships and meet people and that takes so much effort and then once they're in a relationship a lot of time that effort drops off and like you said there's a positive side to that it's nice it's comfortable you feel safe but still, there's still a need to keep things new and to do things together that are exciting and continue to nurture that connection and put something, you know, that you were some of the energy that you were putting in in the beginning to continue that, you know. So yeah, I'm that yeah. you're recognizing that people want to yes. get married. They don't want to stay married. That happens a lot you know (laughs) or even even just get in a relationship you know yes well that's my update okay great excellent very good kiara you can unmute yourself oh okay i did i was late okay cool i was waiting for the the little thing the message right i just did that because we're in a small group awesome thank you so yeah, so first, I just want to say I took, like, some time over the weekend, kind of, like, I was lis- uh, listening to, like, your past meetups and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, and I really, I really got inspired, like, just by a lot of the advice that you were saying, and one of, like, the main, like, things that I like that you say is to do stuff for you regardless of the outcome, mm-hmm. so I kind of took it upon myself just to like not even you know with relationships like because as like you always say it's it's a lot more than just just you know finding love it's about you know building yourself yourself as well your confidence um you know so yeah Yeah. I just wanted to to say thank you for like sharing that knowledge of you know just like doing stuff for yourself um and and I'm kind of being more aware of where my mask where I want my masculine energy to go and realizing that I don't have to give that up, but I can still have some things where I'm masculine, going after like things that I want to do or, um, you know, starting things 
um, take an initiative and that's fine, but it doesn't mean that I still can't be seeking like a masculine man and want to be in my feminine energy. So I'm kind of like playing around with where I want my masculine energy to go versus mm-hmm. where I want, you know, my feminine energy to go. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. Um, that was the first thing. Very um, good. Thank you. And then also, um, I had a question. So like, I'm pretty been pretty open. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but I've been pretty open with a lot of people. So I've never been like in a long term relationship before. And I'm about to turn 29 in January. I've so, worked like, with people in their 40s and 50s who've never been in long term relationships. Oh, I would say that's comforting. It's kind of scary, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, yeah, i'm just i'm just now. saying have you for some perspective you don't you know uh, don't shame sure. yourself for that at all thank you i think i've kind of worked through the whole like feeling ashamed about it but it is right. still kind of people i think people are just more like shocked you know um but what one of the things that i've come across because of that like i missed out on a lot of learning experience because of that Mm -hmm. the one thing i missed out is like i don't know how to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of mistakes that i just made while like dating people because i just i honestly and i've mentioned this to you before a long time ago when i first came to europe was like i guess you said when you come at people with your thoughts and feelings it's an act of narcissism yeah and i didn't go the same time yes Right. And I was doing that and I realized how detrimental that was to like, just trying to get to know someone, you know? Um, So I learned, I learned from doing that, but I would, one of the reasons I was interested in your modules was because, you know, I'm realizing that even when you do like get into a relationship from what I hear, it seems like there's still work. It's not just like, you get into a relationship. Yeah. Yes. So I'm like, okay, well, if my goal is to get into a relationship, I kind of feel like why not prepare, you know, and put that energy out so I can be just educate myself more on just what it what it means and what is it to have a successful relationship. So Mm -hmm. basically, my my question is along those lines, what would you suggest? Would it be the modules? Would you what do you suggest for kind of preparing myself for hopefully when that time does come? I think that's a good idea. Start with the module one. And, you know, we go through a you'll get like a lot deeper understanding of some of these dynamics so that when you do find someone you like and you do get into a relationship well first of all you'll understand more about perhaps why you haven't been in a relationship before right Um, and then how to get into a relationship and then some will we will definitely explore um like some pitfalls and some trouble spots um, once you are in the relationship, because especially in the first year in a relationship, you go through different periods. So the first three months is the perfect period. That's when both of you guys do no harm, right? Mm -hmm. You you guys are the 
couple on the cover of Oprah's magazine, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, neither of you guys shit gold brick, you know, there's no, mm -hmm. no flaws. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you move into the second three months and that's the imperfect period. That's when you start to see a few cracks. Okay. Well, maybe he does fart or maybe <laughs> she chews with her mouth open or whatever it is. Okay. So that's the next three months. Now I've worked with a number of, well, not a huge number, but I have worked with a few clients who were addicted to just that dopamine rush of the first three months. And so mm. uh, it's funny, you may even have met somebody like this, but there are people who will say, yeah, I've been in relationships, but they've never lasted longer than three right. months. Right. So that's somebody who's never been able to move past the perfect period. Okay. Right. Right. Um. Then we move into the with my help i have been able to move at one well two people past that but it it's some people get really addicted to that that perfect period anyways then the second period is the imperfect period that's the next three months then six to nine months is when you start negotiating the relationship you really don't know somebody in, until you've known them for at least nine months to a year because a good psychopath can fool you for that amount of time for, you know, so you, you can get engaged in that time, but please don't get married until you've known somebody at least a year. Um, so those are the periods you go through in the first year. Then after that three years, there's another shift because the three year mark is when the romantic projection ends. So if you've ever been in love and you've had that infatuation after three years, that's when, you that part starts to fall away and you actually start to get to know each other there's another shift at seven years there's another shift at 10 years i mean basically at 10 years you reinvent yourself you do your work and you hope to god your partner does theirs because you guys will change and you will either grow together or you will grow apart um and let's not one you know there's no value judgment with that but that's just what happens as time goes forward right. um so that's kind of an overview. But yeah, I think that'd be a good place. That's a good breakdown. Start. I appreciate that. That was a very good breakdown the way you you put that. Um, I personally um, never really got past the three months because the three months, by, by the third month, it's like, uh, I don't like you. Right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> there is no fourth month, like, no. Um, so yeah, and then, you know, it just hasn't happened for me, but I certainly, you know, even from those short periods of times, I've certainly learned different things. And then from yeah. the last situation, I just learned that I did not know how, like, even how to be in a relationship, even if I wanted to be. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much. That was, that was very helpful. And I look forward maybe as a birthday gift to myself to starting the the modules. Yeah, it'll be great to have you in there. I mean, it's been great having you in the meetup and I can tell that you're, you know, really sharp and you're starting to get it. And um, yeah, look what Lee wrote. I'm so glad you're a part of this group, Kiaris. Totally. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate that. You know, that's, you know, these obviously I'm here, but these groups are also made up of you guys and what you guys are willing to share and be open with. And so it, it's a pleasure having you because you're getting it, you're listening, you're smart. So, you know, I think, I think it'll be good. I think you'll get a lot out of it. 
thinks. And I feel like just investing in myself too is like something that I'm learning is okay, you know? So, yes, um, that's such, that will, that's such a good lesson to teach yourself as well. You can't go wrong. It's a good investment, really. Absolutely. Thank you. You are so welcome. Okay. What about this person? iPhone 251. Did you have a question? You can unmute yourself tonight. If you do. Okay. No. Okay. Well, then I guess I'll wrap things up. Um, you guys know that um, I'm. we only have a couple more of these meetups um, for this year that I'm going to be taking a break to regroup, regroup, regenerate, you know, probably finish up my book, um, make my plans for the new year, and then I will probably be back, um, <laughs> um, you know, after that. But you can always reach me. Um, here, I'll put my stuff in again. Um, through Instagram or reach out to me through my website. And um, yeah, we've got two more weeks. So I look forward to seeing you guys um, and hearing from you. If not before then next week, I'll talk to you soon.